Good to go. We're we're good. Go ahead. We're good. We're live. Yeah, I pointed at the camera. You know, I didn't. I was <laughs> you. Uh, wow. you're, and you're on. <laughs> it's like the awkward okay, news. Right? Like, <laughs> hello everybody, and welcome to episode number thirteen of the Last Place Fire Team show. <clears throat> this week we will be talking about. Why we think Ubisoft is avoiding Splinter Cell. Is that a thing? Are they, are they, are they not for the game anymore? We're going to be talking about your least favorite gaming mechanics slash tropes. A game finally wins an Oscar, kind of, technically. Uh, respawn. And Apex is adding a new mode called Legacy, which is a 3v3. Yeah, baby. So, before that, let's, uh, let's go ahead and see how our co-hosts are doing. Uh, Chris, how's your, how's your week been? Uh, my week has been, um, good. I've been playing, uh, Jack 2 a lot. That game still holds up, uh, really well, surprisingly. And, uh, just been watching anime. I finally finished Hunter Hunter and, uh, am now watching, uh, Demon Slayer, getting on that bus so I can watch that movie this weekend. So I've just been binging a lot of anime. So, yeah. Nice, nice. What have you been playing? Could you tell Jack, us uh, yeah, Jack 2. And then uh, I'm still on the Outriders grind. That game yeah. still has me until uh, until Mass Effect. I'm trying to play as many games as I can because I know I'm going to be playing Mass Effect quite a bit whenever that releases. So, yeah. Nice. What about you, Alan? What have you been up to this week? Uh, this week I've been chilling. Uh, I've been playing some Octopath Travelers, which is... Uh, was a Nintendo Switch exclusive, but now is on Game Pass. I start. I've been playing it uh, mobily on the cloud. Today was actually the first day I played it on computer, and it's pretty amazing. Uh, mm. pretty fun RPG, uh, JRPG. If you're into that old school turn base with some quirks to it and things like that, but I'm enjoying it a lot. I played it for about three hours already, and uh, I've been enjoying my time with it. I finished my rewatch of demon slayer because i did that last week and i'm going to watch the movie tomorrow in a theater which i'm excited about i also saw moto combat this week which uh chris and i might be giving you guys a little uh you know surprise so video how, on that how many stars out of five just for the people moto combat yeah out All of right, five. so if i had to say out of five um <laughs> i'll say about like a 2.5 Whoa. <laughs> which because i mean three would be average right three would be average. i'm gonna give it out if you like if you like cheesiness like it's cheesy right which we kind of love like it's mortal Kombat. Yeah. it's cheesy but the fight scenes were good which i was that's what is that's what i was expecting so i'm like i mean we'll talk about it but i i'm yeah. I'll, I'll say 2.5 also maybe i'll go yeah. three i'll go three i'll go three I, it's again, not like rush to the movies or anything if you have hbo yeah. max watch it on hbo max <laughs> we'll give you reasons on why that is. It's not that it's bad. Like I don't think it's terrible, but there's reasons for 2.5. But it's still enjoyable. And if you have HBO Max, watch it within the next 30 days because yeah. before that, then you have to wait. So yeah, and then uh, and I mean, I'm, I'm to give them credit. Also, they only had a 50 million dollar budget, so that also plays a part. But uh, yeah, Chris and I will talk about it. We might yeah. drop a surprise video for you guys. So. So I, I, what I've been seeing of that movie is that people like it, but they have pretty much ex exact same sentiments that you guys do. Like, yeah. 
I think you like it because mostly the nostalgia and you know. If you, you watch the originals, that. the originals oh, wow. were like I said, the the originals were cheesy. Um, also, and like this one is just like it's just kind of fun. Like you know, going into it, like it's you gonna know be, what to you know what to expect. So if you if you if you've played the games, you've seen the originals and stuff like that, you should go into this movie knowing you already know what's gonna happen. Like how how you're gonna feel about it, like the feeling of it. So then it ends up being enjoyable. Don't go in thinking it's gonna be like the next Avengers movie or anything like that. It's just a very but, like, oh yeah, this is this is. To my I'm point, fun. though, this <laughs> is one of the main reasons why I don't watch trailers. If you guys don't know, I don't watch trailers to movies that I know I'm gonna go see. So I watched a trailer to that movie, and if I would have, I watched a trailer to that movie after the fact because that's what I do. If I would have watched that trailer. I would have been pissed with the movie I saw. <laughs> like, and that's, this is exactly why I don't do this to myself. So, but we'll get into it on yeah, Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, sweet. So uh, as for me, I really haven't been doing anything besides just, you know, working on, on mice. And I don't think I've played anything this week. I, I I could be blanking out completely. Maybe Outriders with you guys, but I can't tell if that was this week or that no, was that last was week. That, that was last was, Friday, but I mean, like this, they, like... These days have been blowing by. Like we've all been yeah. pretty pretty busy. <laughs> we got to this it. Tuesday really quick. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I agree. I agree. Since especially since I was hosting, I'm like, oh shoot, I gotta <laughs> I gotta do this thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I haven't really been watching anything either and playing nothing. I can't I can't think of anything. So before we get into the stories for today, let's go ahead and do some housekeeping. Just want to remind you guys that one, we are still doing a giveaway. Yes, the very same giveaway we've been doing for the past three years. Three years. Listen, all you guys got to do is just go to our Twitch and to our YouTube, follow us on Twitch, subscribe to YouTube, and one of you will randomly get a mouse. And it's a really small pool right now, so it could be you. Yeah. <laughs> so make sure you go. To, you have sure a very good chance. You have a very very yes, good you chance. Do. Yes, you do. And I would love to give it to somebody that one of us knows and not some stranger, but it is random. So that way they can give it back to us and we can use it. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Look, I just I, I need more space in my mouse closet. So I need to give this mouse away. <laughs> but uh, Seaport also put in, uh, did anyone really go into Mortal Kombat expecting an incredible plot? Yes, <laughs> some people Mar did. Marty Marks yeah. agreed. Um, yeah, if you did, then you don't know that, that you have no idea what this, this series is, man. <laughs> so housekeeping again let's see we have uh make sure you check out our uh, chris's latest video it is ranking the call of duty games from a tier to never played it and there's uh, a special uh there's a special there's a treat guest. in that video yeah we'll yes, say a special yes. guest there's a treat in that video so go check it out for sure if you're gonna, if you're not gonna watch it, at least go watch like the first two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> to see this to treat, and then you know, give us that view and make, like the video while you're there, so we can yeah. uh, you know be be seen. Uh, also, for this week coming up this Friday, I'm gonna be releasing a video uh, as a uh, a new Nintendo uh, self-proclaimed Nintendo hater. Uh, I will be <laughs> I will be talking about why I think Nintendo needs to get rid of the old IPs and start with fresh with a new slate of 
IPs because they're just overdoing it, man. Overdoing there goes it. our channel, boys. Yeah. Bro, there goes our channel. Listen, <laughs> guys, later. listen, guys. <laughs> you just know that in the future, whenever this channel blows up, right, and then we start getting gaming codes, and then a new Nintendo, the new Legend of Zelda comes out, I will and not take like, any Nintendo we're like, codes. Hey, <laughs> hey, can we get a code? And they're like, Nah, you remember what you said? <laughs> then Nintendo's stingy, anyways. They they don't they don't give codes to everybody. Oh, they do. <laughs> they do. Uh, I know we're not getting one. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I will write that. them an email first. Be like, listen here, we don't oh want your crap. God. Your old same samey. No, crap, no, you know? skip. They, don't listen. No, I don't represent with Yendi. See, that is even, Yendi. Seaport said, our, "I fully agree with the Scaldi." Exactly. Exactly. How do you Anyways, ban? Also, ban Seaport. Okay. Uh. How do you ban? <laughs> Anyways, and lastly, for the housekeeping, uh, if you want to be a guest on this show. Uh, contact us. Let us know uh, either through Twitch, uh, in the chat right now, or through Twitter, Twitter or email. It is lastplacefireteam at gmail.com. So if you want to be a guest on the show, let us know. Actually, we're gonna uh, start. I'm, I'm gonna start tweeting out the uh, the email. So if you guys have any cool questions, uh, quizzes that you want us to do, any cool like games, anything that kind of helps us make the show better, um, yeah, we'll post that up so you guys can send it our way, and we will. Definitely make sure to shout you out uh, on the show so you guys have a original creation. Yep. So, and with that being said, let's go ahead and go into our first story. So let's talk about why, why does it seem like Ubisoft uh, does not want to make any more Splinter Cell games? Like, what is it about Splinter Cell that Ubisoft is like, no. Like, there have been so many, I feel like so many Assassin's Creed and and all these other Ubisoft games, but Splinter Cell, a, a very well-loved game by, by the gamers, you know, has been completely just neglected for years and years and years. Uh, so this article from, this is actually a, a report, really, from Gabe Gerwin over at GameSpot. I don't, I'm not going to read all of it, just a little bit of it, but I just want to talk about the question that he poses in the article. Uh, so he says, Prior to the success of Assassin's Creed and Just Dance, the collective Tom Clancy's games were arguably Ubisoft's greatest hits. Rainbow Six revolutionized close-quarters tactical squad shooters with its relentless difficulty and necessitated planning. (laughs) Guilt Recon took the action into larger areas for a blend of intense action and precision. But it was Splinter Cell that cemented Ubisoft's place as the master of techno-military thriller game. The series took the stealth action concepts pioneered by Metal Gear Solid and improved them to be near-perfect levels, even working the tagline Stealth Action Redefined into its first game's full title. Splinter Cell evolved and morphed in the years that followed, adding more and more action elements, a greater emphasis on dark, personal storytelling, and creative new multiplayer modes. For a long time, it seemed like it could do no wrong, and even after needing to switch actors for Sam Fisher when developing Splinter Cell Blacklist, Michael Ironside was suffering from cancer at the time. New, to, new, new studio Ubisoft Toronto delivered a slick mix of traditional stealth and deadly action. And then Splinter Cell disappeared, only not in a fun way, like when Sam Fisher blends into the darkness and becomes the knight himself. <laughs> so I'll just stop there. So I, I have really great memories of Splinter Cell. I played it on the original Xbox, and it was such a cool thing to play back then. The, the stealth was like nothing i've ever played before especially at that time the the graphics were awesome and the gameplay was so cool and fluid but 
why do you guys think that Ubisoft has something against Splinter Cell? Do you think they have something? Is it maybe like a licensing thing with Tom Clancy? Or, um, or I feel like it's it is? maybe it is Tom Clancy like putting their trying to put their hands in every they want their hands in everything. Um, I mean, it's kind of weird, man. I, I, also, I'm thinking like the competition that's out there. Um, you have Hitman which the Hitman series became very successful, especially with Hitman 3. It's fantastic. Uh, it's a lot of fun. So people are playing those. And then, uh, you know, the rumors about uh, Metal Gear being remastered. It's just kind of like that genre of, like, sneaking and going through things. Uh, maybe they just don't want to pick it up. It's kind of a weird subject because they always want to use the character. Like they said, in uh, in Siege, he shows up. They have him in Siege. And um, people just don't want to... People want another game, but sometimes I just feel like Ubisoft is just like, that's not like we're trying to focus on a whole nother thing here. They're kind of, I mean, the path that they're going on right now in the games that they're making, it just seems like to me, like Splinter Cell would be an awkward place. You know what I mean? It's kind of awkward in their, in their roadmap, I guess you could say. And games are getting bigger, so they probably don't have a, uh, they probably don't, want to separate a team to go work on that they want all hands on deck for their next big game um that's coming out i mean they do get assassin's creeds out pretty i mean they get them out every year right and those games are huge so i, they, I can only imagine yeah they just recently came back from a a long hiatus on assassin's creed cause i think valhalla uh, came that? out and that was that was the latest one yeah and everybody was... said that was really good and it's big and great and there's a lot to do in it. And I, and I can only imagine how much you have to do in a year to get them out. I mean, you know, they develop it early on and they continue, but I feel like there's just not enough hands to, to separate a team to go and, and start on Splinter so Cell. So you, pers you personally don't think that Splinter Cell as a franchise is worth Ubisoft's time? Um, is that what I understood? Yeah, basically, I, I don't think like as much... I wasn't a huge fan of it. I had fun with it, but I, I just don't think it was, uh, I don't think it hit as many people to, for it to even like come back. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And it, and it's kind of hard with, uh, cause the last one, what was the last one they had? What was the last one or so? No idea. <laughs> I know they have, they've had a few, but In the last no game, the last I remember one. you had like a hub, like you had a world map and everything, like you had a base and everything like that. And that one to me felt a little, like a lot, it was a lot of people's favorite, but it kind of felt all over the place. So I also feel like they just don't have a story for it. Like, where are we going? What, where, what are we going to do? Yeah. So what are we going to do with the story? Where are we going to go with it? Like, it, it's just kind of, I, I feel like they just don't want to, they don't have any more to tell or they, they can't think of something else to tell that people are going to like and put all this money towards and then for it to just come out and flop. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, what about you, Alan? Do you think maybe it's a licensing dispute or it's just what Chris suggested that's not enough interest or I don't think money? it's a license dispute just because they've been able to release other Tom Clancy games without an issue. I mean, I feel, you know, uh, what was the last one that came out? Breakpoint for um, Ghost Recon had recent, like, that's what, two years ago. And then before that, they had uh, Wildlands. And I mean, Siege is still doing great. So even though mm -hmm. I know it's an older game, but... They don't. I don't think it's a Tom Clancy issue. I think maybe uh, Ubisoft just is one of those companies that are kind of like we're working on a. But I feel like Ubisoft always does things late. Like 
I feel like they're never ahead of things, even though they try to be innovative in what they're trying to do. But I feel like they're never like dropping a game that's like, oh, it's different besides like Assassin's Creed and games like that. Like, but anytime it's usually like, I mean, it happened with their BR with Hyperscape. Like that was just a little too late, even though I thought it was a good game, but it was just a little too late. Like, I feel like a lot of that is happening in with Ubisoft. And I, I just think they're like, you know what? We're making our money based off of Assassin's Creed. They're like, that is their money maker. And I feel like at that point, it's just like, you know what? Why even take a chance on Splinter Cell, even though we know people will want it. But honestly, you, you it, it seems like it's a higher risk than reward for them, right? Because like, mm-hmm. if a bunch of people go and pick this game up and it's not what everyone wants it to be, then you've just released a game and then pretty much upset, you know, everyone who's going to play it. What I do find interesting, though, is that they don't release like a remaster or something like that, which I find interesting. If you're not going to make a new game, just release the older version of the game and have people play that and enjoy what they used to play. So, like, we've never gotten a, like, Splinter Cell bundle or anything of that sort. So I wonder why I, that that's why it's a good question in the sense of like I don't know why they're completely neglecting Splinter Cell as if like it just doesn't exist anymore. So that I mean it's been what 2013 is when Blacklist came out. Mm-hmm. So I mean we're that's almost what that's did you say? Years. Did you say Splinter Cell was in Wildlands or no? Did they use him? No, no, no. I'm just saying Tom Clancy in general. Oh, that uh, so for me like. Like he did have like the mask. Yeah. So whenever you say that, like brought up Wildlands and stuff, I think like they missed their opportunity. That could have been a Splinter Cell like DLC um, for Wildlands. That would have been cool. Um, They could also do like a limit, like a little, um, what is it? They had in Siege for the longest time, they had trials where you did different missions and stuff like that, you know, to teach you the game and get better at the game. Um, They could have done something like a limited time thing with that uh just to see what would happen but if they maybe try to find a way to give fans a little bit of something on your next tom clancy game but i don't i don't to be honest i don't see this being reboot rebooted until like way later on um until I mean, people it shouldn't are... take that long honestly because we're already getting a last of us reboot so yeah true like, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like for a game that hasn't come out in eight years this is actually a game I would expect a remaster or a reboot. I mean, this game came out again like twenty uh, two thousand two was the first Tom Clancy game. Like that's almost twenty years. Like next year will be its twentieth year since the original one has come out. And like to think of like especially in the day and age that we're in now, where we do get a bunch of these remasters and things like that for a game that's almost twenty years old that was as popular as it was to not get a like bundle or whatever the case may be. I find it kind of odd, which is why like I think it's a good like talking point because it's like why why is there this huge neglect in even and even when they like are t- asked about it, they're kind of like, well, we can't talk about what's going on or something. So maybe something behind maybe the scenes. Maybe the 20th, is maybe the 20th since know. it's the, uh, you know, well, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So for me actually thinking about it now and uh, taking into consideration what Chris said, maybe it is a, a thing where like, hey, we're not getting the sales number that we want from this, but they're also trying to keep Sam Fisher alive just to have him as, you know, like a face for Ubisoft, you know, along with uh, uh, the the Assassin's Creed characters, 
even though there's not really any specific one. No, but you know, they all they have to do is make sure they have the outfit exactly, and then they have the hood down and and that's it. That's all you need. You don't need to see the eyes. You see the mouth and you yeah. have the hood, you have the beak and you know I'm like, "Oh, yeah, there it is." Yeah. But I feel like I feel like they are just trying to keep him around. I feel like they just want us for for us to remember him, right? Remember Splinter Cell, keep it like, "Hey, keep it in the back of your head because as soon as we get an idea, we'll do it." But as of right now, like if if we just if we force ourselves to try to come up with something, people are going to hate it. So Yeah. And I mean, yeah, to yeah. go to the point of uh, sales also, I mean, they expected it to sell 5 million, the last one mm-hmm. in 2013, and it only sold 2 million. So they, I mean, a lot of people ask for games that they, you know, yeah. but again, that's 2013. It's been what? Like I said, eight years. I mean, what's that? That's like seven, 30 years. Yeah. Eight years pretty much. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know, but it, it got good reviews, so who knows? <laughs> All right, guys, it is uh, it is now trivia time. Let's go ahead and, uh, let's go ahead and do this. All righty, all right. Shoot. Are you guys ready? Remember, yeah. uh, we I'm have six ready. questions. We have six questions this week. This is the last uh, quiz there... of the month. I think Alan won. Last so month far, too, Alan's right? winning for uh, April. Yeah, right? I'm not going to win but, this one. But. Chris can totally take this one here. There's one question that's worth 30 points alone, okay? <clears throat> so remember, not, just as, just like always, uh, I will ask the question, wait until I finish, and then you'll raise your hand, and the first person I see will, will get a chance. <clears throat> okay, so this week we have a mix of movies, games, and U.S. geography. <laughs> so I mean, just... here, here we go. Question number one is worth six points. Jesus, man. <laughs> what is going on? At the beginning of Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, who does Elizabeth Swan find floating in the ocean? And what are they wearing around their neck? Chris? Uh, they're wearing... Wait. Uh, they're wearing the, the medallion, a gold coin, and then the person that she finds floating is... Um... I don't know who it is, but it's not Calypso, but I'm going to say that, I guess. I know it's not her, but I'll just say a name. But I know that it's a medallion. She finds the, not the medallion, but it's a coin. It's a coin. <laughs> you got a half right. Yeah, Alan, I'll get the want, half, but do I don't know the person. Do you want to take a shot, Alan? I'm just going to say Jack Sparrow just to say Jack Sparrow. <laughs> All right, Chris, I'll give you three points for that. So uh, it's actually Will Turner. And it is a pirate medallion. Will Turner's so. in the ocean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Cause <laughs> it, I just recently watched them all. so Or not all of them, but I, I watched the, the the last, or the first three. But yeah, right. I couldn't remember. The <clears throat> Question number two is worth two points. What is the name of the main villain in Horizon Zero Dawn? Is it A, Ted Farrow, B, Silence, C, Hades, or D, The Sun King? Chris? What was B again? Silence. I'm going to go with that one. Incorrect. Damn. Then it's, it's okay. I know which one there. Alan, do you want to Are take the a other, shot? What's the other ones? What's a, a, Ted Farrow, B, Silence, C, Hades, or D, The Sun King? Is it D? Incorrect. It is Hades, yeah. isn't it? It's Hades. <laughs> <laughs> I was that. I was just because as soon as he said the last two, I was like, as soon as he said Hades, I was like, 
Wait, is it Hades? <laughs> okay. Is the other character? Though, the... Wait, was was B a character though? Is Silent... A, B, and C were all Horizon characters. Oh, they're all oh, Horizon she... characters. Okay. Uh, they all are. They all. Yeah, are. everything. Yeah, Sun... the Sun King. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so question number three has three parts. Each part's worth ten points. Oh my God! Is okay. this the geography thing? Yep. Holy crap. So, oh, awesome. it, very simple. All you gotta do is name the capitals of the following U.S. states. No. <laughs> if all answers must be right. If you put, raise your hand up, all the capitals must be correct, or you don't get the points. Oh shoot. All right. <clears throat> okay. Washington, Utah, and Mississippi. I'm just afraid of looking stupid. I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I know two of them, but I'm not going. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say them. Yeah, somebody's got to get. Come on. Okay, I'll give. I'll give ten points if you get at least two right. I'll give you. I'll give you ten points if you get go two ahead, right. Go ahead, Alan. Go ahead. I'm not doing All it. All right. Um, what is the capital of Washington? <sighs> you see, I know it's between two things, right? And I can't. I I okay. I, I want to say it's Seattle, but I don't think it's Seattle. <laughs> what is the capital of Utah? Salt Lake City. Okay, and then what is the capital of Mississippi? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know what city in Mississippi. Okay. Uh, Chris, you want to take a shot? Hell or? no, I'm not taking a shot. No, nope. okay. I just well, realized I'm stupid. I'm not doing it. No. Nope. Uh, Alan, <laughs> you got one of them correct. Uh, so Washington's capital is Olympia. Utah is Salt Lake City. Olympia, and Mississippi, I knew Mississippi is Jackson. Jackson oh, Jackson. Come on, man. Bruno, Bruno Mars says it. Yeah. Jackson, Mississippi. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Dang. but that, that, that's just a city. That's why. That's why. It was worth 10 points each. Oh, my God. Washington, <laughs> I, I didn't know. know. I didn't know. What I was Washington's again? All my state capital. Olympia. Uh, Olympia. I've never, I've never heard of that. It shows you how back much in, I pay attention uh, to school. Back in fifth grade, I, used, I knew them all by... Well, there was a song, wasn't there? I don't know, was there? There was a song for states, and then there was a song for cat. I don't know. Go ahead. Anyway. Question number four. Oh, shoot. Question number four is worth two points. In The Last of Us, what present does Sarah give Joel for his birthday? Is it A, a book, B, a watch, C, a beer, or D, a collectible card? Alan? Watch. That's right. Okay. I would have got that wrong. I would I wouldn't went book. Okay. Here's an easy one. One point. What is the name of the tallest mountain in Grand Theft Auto 5? A Mount Torreno. B Mount Glassing. C Mount Chiliad. Or D Pikes Peak. Chris. Chiliad? That's right. Oh! <laughs> I, almost went, I almost went Pike's Peak. <laughs> yeah, Marty Mar okay. was like, Olympia? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, <I'm>, I'm... <laughs> okay, uh, last question. In Animal Crossing New Horizons, what's the name of the turnip seller who visits your island on Sunday mornings? Is it A, Mary Sue? B, Tina Turnip? C, Sunny Jim, or D, Daisy May? Chris. A. 
Incorrect. Okay. Alan? Daisy May. That's right. He didn't oh, know. Oh, shit. I did know that. I literally was nah, like, Daisy May. I raised my hand he for didn't Daisy know. He May. waited. I did know. He was going to pick mine. <laughs> Man, I, I, I used to make a lot of money when she came around every Sunday. I didn't know? do turn up. But man. I also lost a lot of money, too. Yeah. That turn up game I is so serious. Actually, Alan, I, I feel like I should do a... Like, I feel like... That'd be a fun idea if somebody did, because I know they can do it. But you know, like uh, there was one guy that did it for SpongeBob, the fish in the background. He did like a whole, <laughs> like detective case on him, and it's like Fred Fish, and it like came up in black and white. And they're like, "Is he really a fish?" Like all this other crap. They could totally do it on like the turnip industry because it's like an underground uh, thing. <laughs> that that thing had me hooked for a long uh, time. Yeah. Like I gotta make money. I gotta make money. Gotta make sure these turnips don't go bad. Yeah, there was a Facebook page <laughs> that me and Bree got onto, and it's like, it's Sunday. Who has the most expensive? To, like, who, who, like everybody trying to find prices and try to go to each other's islands. I was like, holy crap! Like, <laughs> yep, yep. All right, so Alan once again wins the trivia for the month with uh, 10, 13 points. Chris, you came kind of close. You had five, six, seven, eight, eight points. Yeah, you got to step up the game, man. We're gonna have to either do more broad trivia or something that you know more about because alan's killing it space i mean he almost got the states right he got one of three but there was one that you did with comics and stuff and i knew as soon as it was like comic based i was just like oh no (laughs) 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 all right let's uh cue the glasses glare for alan he's just (laughs) yeah (laughs) noted so uh ladies and gentlemen or just you gentlemen here with me I want to know what some of your least favorite gaming mechanics are, like gaming mechanics or tropes. Like, for example, me, I can't stand shooting games and the super obvious wave of enemies. I know exactly where they're going to come from. I know their exact movements. I know how many bullets they're going to spray at me. I, I can't I can't stand it. So is there something in games, mechanics-wise, or just like something that's very cliche, you just absolutely cannot stand? Alan. Listen, there is one game mechanic. It's not a cliche one, but I hate, I generally, there isn't one game that I have enjoyed this mechanic in, and that's underwater mechanics. In any game, <laughs> I absolutely hate underwater mechanics. There hasn't been a game that I've enjoyed it in. I remember this be, being upset about this recently when I played Darksiders 3 and I was pissed because I was like this game was not built to be underwater and you have to fight a whole boss underwater and the game was not even like remotely uh, good to be fighting underwater. It was so annoying. I hated it in Sonic which because it slowed the game down completely. Like in every game there's just been my hatred for underwater mechanics. Unless it's a game that is literally, like, made to be underwater, which I don't know many of them, and I haven't played many of them, but any other game that has to deal with anything, like a shooting game, and Mario Sunshine underwater, like, I still didn't like it. There's no game, even Mario 3, which is my favorite Mario 3, even because you needed the toad suit to actually make the underwater mechanics good, I don't like that either. <laughs> I don't want to be underwater in a game that I'm not supposed to be underwater in. Just saying. That's uh, that's my my, my favorite under like whenever you say that like what as soon as you said underwater the uh, the Mario sixty four like water level comes up the oh man <laughs> I got so annoyed with it but the music's so calming <laughs> that you're like 
right, just relax. Just get, yeah. <laughs> just get this but coin. The level itself. <laughs> yeah, the level itself is is garbage. Um, uh, for me, uh, so I'm thinking of mechanics, but all I'm thinking of is like the button, ma- like is button mashing like a, a tr- would that be considered one? You know, whenever it's just like your guy goes up and there's a door. Oh, bat like Batman. Uh, I played Arkham Asylum recently. Whenever he goes up and he grabs a vent and it's like tap square and you're like tapping square so oh. you can like feel him struggle like to pull it back and stuff. Oh, I hate that stuff. I think I, those are called quick time events. I don't I like, believe. well, no, quick time events are usually like if, if say like a bullet comes at you and it's like press square and then your guy dodges it and then it's like press okay, triangle okay. and he pulls out a gun and then it's like press R and then he shoots it. Um, but this one is just like, like anytime that you have to, you have to tap really fast on square is just, to me, it's stupid. Um, so you, you don't like the anxiety that it gives you basically. <laughs> like not really i mean whenever it's something small like that like i i think there was a star wars game i feel like it was uh force unleashed that if you did a, a battle and you like got stuck with somebody else like and you had to tap mm-hmm. i'm fine with that but like open the garage door and you guys like sitting there lifting and it's just like <laughs> like it's so much a, it's a waste of time i'm like just lift the door and let me <laughs> there's nothing in here <laughs> i'm okay yeah. with that mechanic because i think it's because of uh metal gear solid the first one where if you guys have ever played metal gear solid one there was a torture scene where you had to hold like you had to literally tap circle and if you made it you got to separate that's how you separated the endings so that's ever since then i've always been fine with that because Mm -hmm. it always reminds me of metal gear solid one which is my favorite game of all time so seaport put any game mission that is a follow mission that the person walks two miles per Oh, oh yes, God, and then one. and then like <laughs> and then you get like two steps ahead, and it's yes. like and then oh I forgot what game it was, but they'll stop. There's one that you if you get in front of them they just stop walking, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you're also getting attacked at the same time, and you're yep. like bro please go like please move. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. For uh, sure. what do you uh what do you guys think? Uh, yes, I also agree with that for sure. Super annoying. Uh, and also when your partners get in the way. I can't stand that either. Like, get out of my way, stupid oh Lydia. My God, uh, <laughs> what, do you, what do you guys think about enemies that have infinite resources? Like, they shoot forever, and they have unlimited bullets, and they never go away until you do a certain thing to move them out of the way. What do you think about that? Does that, does that irk you guys? That doesn't no, bother me as much. It just really depends on the game, I guess. Like, when that happened in Halo, it, it was like, okay, well... I kind of picked it up quickly. I have to move forward in a sense. Like it wasn't like really annoying unless you're playing it on like, you know, legendary or something, but like that too annoying personally. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I know there's a lot more out there. I just, what are your favorites? Yeah. What are your favorites? Favorite gaming mechanics. I actually like, believe it or not, I like resource gathering. It's just, it just fills that, that, uh, um, I, I don't even know what to call it. Like, it makes me feel good about what I'm doing, or, or that I feel like I'm 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 accomplishing something. Like I'm 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 working towards a goal and you know gearing up. And I know a lot of people hate that. Like they hate going out and grabbing certain flowers from you know whatever. But I I find comfort in that somehow. And it I know it's just a way to to waste time. But I like it. Resource gathering, I'd say. 
What about you, Al? Uh, I don't know if this is like a mechanic, but like I really, especially FPSs, but I really love a game that has good gunplay. Like, and you guys know what I'm talking about. Like, just a feel. Like Modern Warfare uh, yeah, has Fortnite. a really good uh, gunplay, and I mean, obviously, Apex and Titanfall have like the perfect gunplay. Like, it just feels right, and I I appreciate when a game does that because there's a lot of shooting games that don't do that right, and I really appreciate the games that do make that gunplay feel so real and smooth so that's probably my favorite i like anything that has to do with like you're not flying but it's like a glass so like legend of zelda the the um yeah the parachute i i, I like that and then like swinging in spider-man like i like the smooth mm-hmm. movements going yeah through. anything mm-hmm. like that i remember in uh uh infamous like using the electricity to like hover and stuff i'm yeah, like this is this cool. is really dope so I enjoyed that a lot. I, I enjoy those mechanics quite a bit. Nice. Question for you guys. Did you yeah. know that two video game companies just won an Oscar? That I, I didn't know. know and ah. I didn't know until you said something. So over at uh, IGN, Jordan Oloman uh, writes, Oculus Studios and Apex Legends creator Respawn won an Oscar during the 2021 Academy Awards after co-producing a short documentary included in Medal of Honor Above and Beyond, which, if you didn't know, is a VR game that I had no idea existed. I knew it existed. Uh, That's the... kind of, it sounds fine. It's on my list, actually, for VR games. The World War II documentary, Colette, won the Best Documentary, Short Subjects, award at the 93rd Oscars. Colette was directed by Anthony Giacchino and co-produced by Oculus Studios and Respawn Entertainment. With the film released as part of the gallery mode of Respawn's 2020 virtual reality title, Medal of Honor above and beyond. Respawn addressed the news on Twitter with the company saying it was humbled and honored by the win. If you don't own a virtual reality headset or above and beyond, you can watch it for free on the Guardian website after the newspaper helped distribute the film more widely. It's the first Oscar for Respawn, Oculus, or the Guardian. So, (coughs) that being said, what do you guys think about this? Uh, being the first gaming studio to win an Oscar. That, does that it, sound crazy to you guys? It doesn't sound crazy because I'm tired of people thinking that like gaming is not art. <clears throat> like it's it's beautiful, man. It's moving art. Like you're literally going in into somebody's imagination and you're seeing stuff that you've never seen before. It looks beautiful, it looks great. And they tell some great stories. There's some great acting in a lot of games, and there's um uh, I mean, like them making a documentary or anything like that. It, it's really cool. It, it, I think it's a big step forward, and uh, I hope, um, I hope to see more like of those things in, in the Oscars, um, because I think a lot of people should. Uh, gaming's changed so much. It's not. It's not just like a little arcade jump around and go here and there anymore. It, it's completely different. Um, one game that I'm thinking in particular that could that could be mentioned for next year um is uh beyond your eyes i don't know if you guys have heard of this game yet i'm actually i don't know if i'm going to stream it i'm on the fence about it but it's a game that involves um you set up your webcam and it you play with your eyes so basically you start off a character with your character um he's dead and you're i think you're reliving his life and anytime you blink you fast forward you could fast forward a minute you could fast forward five minutes it could be years um and it's a, just a very sad story, but it's it, but people are loving this game. It's ten bucks on Steam. Go check it out. But uh, I feel like that f- hearing how well that game is doing, and then you have Disco Elysium, and um, 
Kentucky Route Zero, those games, like uh, those novel games, are. I feel like they have so much good storytelling in it that they, they can go up for these awards also. So I. So I, that 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 led me to a question. Uh, do you think that games will eventually surpass movies in terms of storytelling, and visual realism, and become the new standard? And what do you think would be the pros and cons of this? So, for example, do you think movies would be a thing of the past no longer? And instead you go and watch a video game engine produced, you know, show or something? Unless, like, you go into a theater and it's a VR room and you experience it yourself or something like that, maybe. But I I don't think anything beats a movie. And if it it did, um, it'd be very... Uh, I mean, the Oscars are already controversial. Like, it, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff going on every year that it comes out. There's, there's something huge that ends up happening, and it's just like, what the heck? Um, yeah, I don't see, I don't see games beating movies ever, and it would ruin who gets nominated, what, like how, what, how you get nominated, what the, what the Academy's looking for now, and all this other stuff. I, I don't think, I don't think it'll happen that way. I do think, like I said, I think we'll start seeing more games, though, um, start popping up. But, yeah, I don't think it'll ever be a good movie. Gotcha. Uh, what about you, Alan? What do you think about them winning an Oscar? And you think this could change the future of how we watch movies or well, you know, you consume know. stuff like that? As the uh, resident um, Respawn fanboy, I uh, am happy and I love Respawn. I mean... This is great, though, uh, to be honest. Uh, Respawn winning this and just a game just being put, like Chris said, put be put in a, a limelight to where they just, you know, they're noticing gaming as an art form and less as something you just pick up and play whenever you want to. So, like, the fact that the studio did make a documentary within its game-like setting is really amazing in the, like, just to think, like, you would have never thought, hey, a video game is going to win an Oscar. So just putting this into the forefront is really good. I mean, even when you had like, um, it's also just, go, just, it also goes to show the talent of people being able to get into a medium like the movies and stuff like that. Um, I think the only issue with, uh, I don't think gaming can surpass movies only in the sense of like, because movies are trying to make games. Like, I, if that makes sense, like movies are trying trying to make gaming movies mm-hmm. and even those haven't like fully taken off yet. Like we haven't really gotten like this, like extra amazing video game movie. And I, I know why, but that's, you know, that's because movie people are not looking at these games the way that we're looking at these games. And they feel like they have to put their creative spin on these things that don't need to be changed. <laughs> and then we get this, this whole jumbo of, like, no, we just want you to make this movie reach a higher audience so they can experience the amazingness that we experience. Like, you could literally, for my example being, is you could take Last of Us from beginning to end and put that as a movie with no changes, and it would be the perfect movie. Like, obviously, you would have to set the game, the game spots that we play. Like, you would have to set and make it like, you know, a little bit more linear and not as crazy. But like you could those are the only things I feel like directing wise you would have to change. And like even though I'm excited for the TV show, they're going to change they're going to change this move the 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 show in and in, in saying that oh well we have to make it work for TV like 
that already it already works for TV. Like you just need to cut the scenes and make it work for TV from what you already have. Yeah. But but that's why I think um games wouldn't take over because I don't think the movie people are going to allow that to happen. Like I just feel like this is one of those things where a studio just happened to make a documentary and like the Oscars had to acknowledge it because it was good. Like, you know what I mean? So, but the Oscars is one of those weird things where they just, sometimes they know they get it right. Sometimes they get it wrong. Like, I mean, I could go into whole details about what they got wrong, but mm-hmm. I mean, this one is definitely a win for gaming for sure. Just to have re and I mean, for respawn itself, just being like getting their hands into all these things. And I mean, everything respawn has literally touched has been great. I mean, so props to them. And for those wondering, this is actually a short documentary in the Medal of Honor game. It's just like a like a history mode kind of thing, where and it's based on a, a real life event, I believe, as well. So, and Respawn helped produce it alongside with Oculus. So, so Oculus. is it a documentary uh, that you pl- you're watching it or you're playing? Like you're a watching part of it, it through the game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. yeah. Which is crazy, still to me, to think that mm-hmm. that won an Oscar. Like what? The- so I, I mean, I almost want to really see it. Might have to follow the link here. Go ahead. I watched it. Yeah. Um. It is. Yeah. It's it's really good. I mean, a lot of so the short doc is like a thing. Like Kobe won. Uh, one for Dear Basketball. If you guys haven't watched that, check that out. But basically, it was just an animation, and they considered that a short doc. Also, it was like a short anno animated whatever. But basically, you can win. You can be nominated for an Oscar if you have. It's like if it as as long as it resembles a documentary style thing so that i think i forgot how long it was but i think it's like five to six minutes or something like that but just just because it was in a style of a documentary and the oscar has a category for it if you have a five to six minute documentary style thing you can win an oscar and that's why they were able to get nominated uh, for 25 minutes 25 so minutes it's, it's oh. a little lengthy for yeah for something in a game but uh wow. yeah it's still still crazy so awesome for for responding them and that made me actually what i was rereading my my question and essentially what I, what i asked is do you think cgi would take over and then i realized cgi already is in yeah. in this so i guess more my question was do you think the medium would take over do you think cgi will be the future in a way and then i also mm-hmm. thought about that and i said well i mean where would he i mean final Thanos? fantasy had a movie right so that was pretty much essentially a game. I, I just want to see, like, like I think Chris, Chris or Alan said, if you take all the cutscenes or whatever, yeah, I think yeah, Alan said Alan. it, yeah, yeah. like of of pretty much any Naughty Dog game, if mm-hmm. you just take the cutscenes and put them together, you can have a great movie there. So I would personally love to see something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. As far as as the the medium taking over. Uh, I don't think so, man, because the, the movie industry has been here for so long and there's so many stories that haven't been told or so many stories that are being made well, up every single day. So many scripts out there. And I know. think the only, yeah, I mean, yeah, the next best I thing mean, they, is out there. Yeah, we don't know about yet, you know? Yeah, I agree with you. Well, I'm just saying, but we just also, the movies have been flooded with remakes, sequels, and reboots. That's true. <laughs> we need we need innovation, man. That's we need innovation, yeah. <clears throat> Nintendo, and we need innovation in oh Hollywood because you know, just like Nintendo, they're they're uh, they're milking, milking the cow. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> moving on to our next story, uh, Apex Legends is adding a new mode called uh, Arena. 
the upcoming season, this is from Matt Perslow over at IGN as well. The upcoming season of Apex Legends Legacy is set to add a new permanent 3v3 game mode called Arenas. Arenas is not a battle royale, but instead a multi-round 3v3 mode with similarities to games like Valorant and Counter-Strike. Players fight on maps with much smaller than those used for the battle royale and have just one life per round to outplay the other team. Conclusive games can be over in three rounds, but a match can go as far as nine rounds and into sudden death if teams are unable to outsmart their opponents. So, Alan, I think is probably the biggest fan, uh, Apex fan here. What do you think about this super condensed version of Apex? I enjoy, like, even though I probably are not going to play it, I do think it's a great idea, and I love that they're doing it because this is just a good way to get more people to play the game. You've had a hundred millions uh, play players currently who've played Apex or you know who've been into Apex or whatever. Pro- that's probably not like a concur- like an ongoing number, but you had a hundred million. They just so, like celebrated that, and now that you're adding a new game mode, you're just going to bring more players to play it that like those kind of style of games because there's people who do love the more condensed three v three style game. So. For me, I think it's a great way to build on what you've already had. It's not like you're going to have your Battle Royale fans go away. You know what I mean? But some of them might dip into this. And also, this is a good way to make your game have a competitive uh, feel to it. Like, again, you don't have to... Everyone doesn't have to play 3v3. But you can do Apex Esports based off of that 3v3. And with the way that, like, I always talk about how great Respawn has made their gunplay and stuff like that, that's a really fun game in order to have a 3v3 that's going to feel completely unique because there's not games besides Titanfall that is like Apex. So seeing people play that game, that style, like I said, it's not my preferred style because I don't really like the 3v3 setting. I do prefer the Battle Royale, but this is a good way to expand on their game. Unlike Fortnite, which has kept their Battle Royale, and you're supposed to have that you know, PvE mode that they kind of stopped once... once um, the Battle Royale took over. So I think it's cool that uh, Respawn is trying to continue the growth of um, Apex uh, as long as continuing with their Battle Royale, but this is a good way to add a new set of players to and new eyes on the Apex. So why is that you say you don't want to play the the mode or you're not going to play the mode? I mean, I'm going to give it a try, but like I said, the 3v3, like the buy system, I've never been into those kind of games. I mean, like I said, I've tried, uh, I mean, I uh, Counter-Strike was one of those games that, I, that are like that, and I don't like the slower pace of it. Mm-hmm. I know that Apex is a very fast-paced game, but again, when you go, when you, when you make those teams that small, you have to be so much more strategic than just running into, you know, rushing people especially with team comps you're gonna have to be more aware of that stuff like who you're playing and for apex like that those kind of games i just don't like that style personally but i do understand that there is completely like a love for that style the only 3v3 version of a game that i like uh for pvp is world of warcraft and that's like completely like different than you know uh, than the shooting styles, but 3v3s, those slower paces, it's going to slow down the game, which is great for the people who like that, but I prefer fast-paced Apex style of game. Alright. Chris, what do you think about the, the new arena mode? Um, I am very excited for it. I am a big fan of uh, this kind of gameplay. I love Valorant. I did like Counter-Strike. I didn't play a crap ton of it, 
Uh, Call of Duty tried to do the same thing in... Was it World War II? I can't remember. One of those games tried to do the same thing, and I, I love the buy system. I love like trying to earn cash to, to unlock weapons uh, for the round. Uh, each round is different, uh, and I like that feeling. For this specifically, I'm going to have a lot more fun with uh, than the Battle Royale because I suck at the Battle Royale. So I feel like this is going to – if the more time I spend in this, I'm going to get um, – I feel like getting to – actually use the guns because in the battle royale i feel like i don't get enough time enough gunfights in the battle royale so i feel like this one's going to be a lot more fun and i'm going to be able to find out what weapons i'm good with uh as far as the game play of it i think it's going to go two ways or it can go two ways um either it could go the the csgo style of like it's going to be strategic slow play right but from the trailer whenever i saw as soon as i saw octane i was like oh wait this could go into like quake status like where it's just like get get a gun hit hard and go like go all the way through push all the way through and let's get these guys so i think it's going to be a lot of fun to see um strategic versus fast players or is everybody just going to go fast all the time or is everybody going to start going slow like you know what i mean so we'll see what happens um and I think we're going to start seeing some, this is going to be able, this is going to be big for the players that are full on, like the streamers that just stream Apex uh, with their friends. This is a good chance to find out what combination of, um, uh, what are they called? Uh, legends. legends. Yeah. What combination of legends work together? Because how me and you play Valorant. And then how uh, people in Overwatch, whenever I played Overwatch, is like they look at the team and they're like, okay, this is not going to work because this is canceling this out. Like it's going to be very cool to see what what kind of teams come up with and what they can uh, hopefully in the esports. or If it does go into esports, I already know that they're going to have two guys running together. It could be like an Octane and uh, Bangalore. And you know what I mean? They stick together and their powers play off of each other. Like, I think it's going to be, it's, it's room for some really cool plays and really cool situations. And I'm excited to see it. Uh, I can't wait to play it. I'm probably going to be streaming that, uh, when it comes out, I'm going to be playing a lot of it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of excited for it. I like having new stuff to try out. Uh, uh, like you said, this would be a really good way to learn weapons and to really try to master movement even though I, I thought that the movement system was slightly different in Arena. I could be oh, completely wrong. I, I think I'm not sure. I going to have some changes, though, for sure. Because uh, I was, and they haven't come out with too much information on it. But there's some legends that it just doesn't, I don't know how, I feel like they're going to have to rework some, like, for Arena. Uh, like, for instance, I'll give, like, Loba, who has Black Market, which is completely useless in that, in game, that mode game mode. Because, yeah. like, she can't you know, she can't pick up anything. So I wonder if they're going to give her something new. Maybe they make her teleport her alt in that, or I, I'm very interested to see certain legends and how they become um, arena friendly, I guess I want to say, because again, like even waiting for like, you know, like having the airstrike from Bangalore and, and Jibby is going to be like huge. Like, you know what I mean? Because like that can force a fight and stuff like that. I wonder how strong that's going to be and things like that. So I, I am interested to see the notes on it. I know so that, that, that makes me wonder, are we going to have two different metas? Like, because yeah. are, are the weapons going to be the same? Are they going to be balanced the same way? Because now we're closer quarters, right? Mm -hmm. 
Are they like gonna keep the stats? Well, whenever it comes to whenever it comes to pay, whenever it comes to pay gains like that with an economy and everything, they're gonna have. It's not gonna be all the weapons, right? It's kind of. I'm assuming that we're gonna have stuff like like in Valorant, um, where we have you know two assault two assault rifles. You have a submachine gun. You have a you know something that's gonna relate to the op. Um, uh, I think you're gonna have. I think the the smoke screen players are going to be a big uh a big thing in the game cuz if you have smokes in that game like Bangalore if you have Bangalore and you can smoke one side of the map I mean then again I don't know if you're just killing yeah. cuz I got to watch that video I don't know if you're just try the objective is to kill another team or is, are you planning a bomb or that's another just thing kill the other team yeah. Oh it is just kill the other team yeah, well then just elimination and you know, you don't, you get you're able to get revived but you when you die you don't come back so that's why I, re I compared it to trials because that's how that works. So you are able to get revived. Yeah, that's going to be a little rough be... because if you don't have an objective to protect, like I, that, that'll be a little. I mean, I'm still going to play it, but I don't like the fact that there's not an objective for you to to force another team. It's just, I mean, it'll be fun because it's gun skill and trying to outsmart each other. You're consistently trying to be like, okay, I need to move here, get a better position. But, that, but at the same time, that... it's like when you whenever you have bomb sites and stuff like that, it's kind of putting pressure on another team to to make the move so you can get an angle you know what i mean or you're going to be at a stalemate <laughs> but that's I, I exactly can... why i was saying the um it's going to slow that game down because i mean even when you start off with pistols in that game you're mm -hmm. going to like do the you know the common pistol play where you're a little slower yeah. to go out you're not going to rush as much and things like that but because it's also like death I mean, also because you can be revived and things like that, you know people will play further before they push up, things of that nature. Sorry, Yendi. Oh, you're good. Um, also, so the, yeah, that, uh, go ahead. Go ahead and finish your, yeah. your thing. The, this, just when I've heard about this and saw the trailer, it just, to me, in my head, I'm like, oh, this is just the last two teams at the last circle, pretty much, except in a slightly bigger area. So I'm like, I mean, yeah. Um, for me personally, I think the game will be fun for the first few matches, and then in my head, this is gonna be a super fast-paced game mode. And I, I could be wrong; it could start out that way and then slow down once people start learning the newish maps. But I think I see the first three, four games being fun, and then sweaty charhards will come in, fucking flea hopping everywhere, you know, sliding, slipping, sliding, all that crazy stuff that Apex is known for, which I'm not good at, and I, I'm willing to to admit here. Uh, after that, it won't be fun because it's just, it'll just be tryhards. It'll just be the last circle of every match that I play That if I happen to get to the last circle and get wrecked on, pretty much. Uh, so, yeah, I think it'll be slow. Uh, and I think this is also to put Respawn in a position to where they can really get into esports because if this really takes off, then they have something real good if it's balanced correctly. Uh, and then actually Seaport here says yeah, just about the say. real question is, are you going to be able to private match this? That would be cool if we could do Not that. in the beginning. Not in the beginning. They're no. going to see how this goes. I'm pretty sure they're going to see how this goes. If it goes well, then yes, later on, because I'm pretty sure Twitch Rivals is going to reach out and be like, hey, we need to do a tournament right away <laughs> like and start getting views on it. And then if we do get private matches, all right, okay, we're going to do a, a last place fire team community game night. All right. And it's going to be LPF because we got three of us right here against you guys. Get the get the best squad. I'm calling it right now. All right. Well, so now I well, here's the problem with that. The person that I played the most 
Apex with is Seaport. So come get some. Listen, <laughs> come I'm not gonna get say some. I'm gonna betray y'all. No, 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 no. You have to. <laughs> you gotta let. Do, do what come you gotta do. But, uh, and get it. Just letting you know. You know that's who I play Apex with. So all right, man. If you have to switch sides, I, I you know, I'm Just letting you know. Hey, it's the arena. All right, we we fight to get better. So if I gotta smoke you, I gotta smoke you. That's I, it. I don't know about that. Bro. Oh, buddy. So do you do you guys think that easy this, win? <laughs> well, obviously they they have other other things in the pipeline. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think we'll start seeing a TDM, which is basically just yep. Titanfall at that point? I don't think so because listen, well maybe, but I I've been meaning to show this too. Uh, Game Informer reached out to this. Uh, Titanfall two player count up by seven hundred and fifty percent on Steam. I know. So I'm actually going to be downloading that tonight to play this weekend because that means the lobbies are full again. And uh, yeah, so uh, I, I can tell people are, are hungry for it. I, I don't know if they're going to transition into, um, I feel like we're going to get a story mode at some point or something like that. Or um, I think they'll do what Overwatch did whenever people are like, hey, we want a story mode. We want more of the lore and stuff. They did like a small like, hey, this weekend we're just gonna do this little bit and it's cooperative, and you do maybe five missions and go on. I feel like we're gonna start getting those at some point. I think we'll get something I feel like that. Apex does a good job at telling you the person's story before you get in there. And if I mean, if you watch like all the comics and stuff, which I tend to do, but like I just finished. Once you finish getting all the stuff you need, you can read everyone's comic, and they just did fuses. So because Fuse was a legend for this, but each each season. There's a person that whoever the new legend is that they tell you what that person's story was, why that person's there, and pretty much the story of Apex is they these are these legends that were chose like chose like they want to come to Apex to prove themselves. So that that is the Apex story, but and then they do a good job at telling you why that person got there or how that person got there. So I don't think we would get a per se a story mode because they're kind of already telling us all the story that we need. But on Team Deathmatch, I do think that this right here is kind of the guideline not or the tester to see how much more they want to expand. Because I feel like if people really enjoy this mode, then they're going to ask for other modes. And if this mode ends up working out, they're going to be like, it, I would like this to be a 5v5. And then if it's a 5v5, then it's essentially Team Deathmatch anyway. And then you can go into, you know, the probably the Overwatch style uh, gameplay with objectives and stuff like that. So I think this right here is a test. They want to see how how this is going to work and if it's going to work with something with their schedule also, because there is also they they just announced that they're going to be doing a new IP game, like a brand mm-hmm. new IP. So with that, that means they're going to which is why I think the Titanfall 2 um, fan base went back to go play it because once that got announced, it was kind of like, well, Titanfall three is not coming out or, um, you know, so I think that was like a direct correlation. Like, okay, we're not getting a Titanfall three. To be honest, we don't need one because Titanfall two is still a great game. It just didn't get the support. That that and Apex is making them so much money. Yeah, man. man. Titanfall (laughs) two, go back to Titanfall. If you guys have a chance, go, please go back to Titanfall two and play that. I've gotten Titanfall two downloaded. Yeah. It's so good. I I mean, maybe we'll stream it this, this week. Maybe that, maybe it's time, but I'm excited. I'm more excited for, I'm I'm excited for this. Uh, especially now that, uh, you know, I called out, um, uh, the last placers and stuff like that. 
uh, I'm excited to see what's going on. And I'm also excited to see, um, hopefully, I mean, hopefully it happens, but I'm excited to see Apex go, like, be number one on Twitch for for that week. Because uh, I know May 4th, we're going to see, not even on Twitch, but on YouTube, we're going to see Doc playing. Because he, I, I, I already know this is, like, his type of game mode. You know what I mean? We're going to see him. Uh, you're going to see Tim. You're going to see all these big streamers go and play. And we're going to see a lot of Apex next week playing. Next weekend, there's going to be a lot of streamers playing that game. And it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. So that mean, you're telling me that's our chance to get wins in Battle Royale then, because all the, all the tryhards were playing that <laughs> mode. <laughs> no, we're going to get into Battle Royale, and, and we're just going to walk up, and it's going to be the last circle, and then we're going to see another team, and we're like, did you guys see anybody? And they're like, no, <laughs> you guys are the first. <laughs> Let's rack up those easy wins, boys. Uh, they just got to fill in so, everything uh, with bots. <laughs> hey, one last point, going back to Chris's uh, question about there being a story mode. While I would personally love to see a story mode as well, there are so many characters, so many legends that I think they would have a really hard time actually having a game that's flushed, a story that's flushed out, you know, that's that's flushed out and but they already tells all a have stories. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Which is why I don't think there would ever be a story mode. But that's not to say that they couldn't make it in parts. Like one game focuses on these characters, you know, and then but it just wouldn't. I don't think it would be very cohesive at all. But I mean, here we have Overwatch Two doing it, right? They're, they have a campaign for Overwatch Two. Is that correct? Yes, I that's a big. It, no, it, that is it, a big. That is a big thing, and they're going to have a story mode, um, because they did the same thing. Each character had their, their own story, but whenever they made their own story mode, it ended up being very well. Um, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, for this one, I mean, I know the characters have their own story, but the, do the characters have a story of like? Do they have history with each other? Yeah, they do, and okay. they they explain mm -hmm. that. Like Loba and Revenant. Like Revenant is mm -hmm. a uh, spoiler alert. Revenant is the person who killed Loba's parents. Gotcha. So Loba is now coming back to go kill Revenant. Right, and if if when if you play with them together, actually, and like you go, um, if like they have dialogue also. Like if they like when they say thank you to each other, they have like a whole bunch of like things that they say. I mean, even what you call it, Loba calls Revenant a son of a bitch it also. <laughs> so, like, there's, like, a bunch of dialogue. There's also, like, um, Rampart and Mirage are dating. Like, there's a bunch of stories that, yeah. If You just have to go, you have to, like, there's lore. they put it. There's yeah, lore. there's lore, and there's a deep lore for for it. Like, you know, Horizon coming back. Like, um, Watson is the person who designed Apex. Yeah. She's the person who designed the arena itself. So, like, there's a, there's a whole story to it. I don't like I said personally. I don't think they need a campaign to like flesh that out because the story's already there. You just have to read it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, guys. Uh, I mean, keep an eye out. Uh, probably this weekend. Like I said, we'll probably be playing Timefall too. And then um, next week, I'm gonna start training so I can take you guys on on uh, this game mode. Cause uh, don't don't let the last place title fool you. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're we're below average. Okay. <laughs> All right, just don't let it fool you, like you, like you said. So, yeah. Uh, so, with that being said, let's go ahead and uh, start closing out the show. Uh, so again, let me remind you guys, we are giving away a a mouse. It's show them the mouse. Can you show? Do you have the mouse by you? 
Oh man, it's like way in there with the other sixteen thousand. Like, can we like stall for like ten seconds? And could you? Yeah, get yeah. It? Okay, okay, okay. All right. Thursday, you know, we're gonna me, me and Alan are gonna talk about Mortal Kombat. Um, yeah. Uh, I think that's something we should, we want to do more of too. Like, yeah, we want to start. If you guys, about, like, if you guys haven't seen what episode was it that me and you were together? It was just me and you. Was it? Uh, Two, uh, episode 10 I want episode say. 10 go back and check out episode 10 we talk about um or 11 one of them yeah we talk about wandavision and stuff like that because yandy doesn't watch a lot of stuff because he works a lot on my mice and uh and uh you know does his sessions with battlefield stuff. well here's yandy, so, yandy oh yeah but here's yandy know. with uh go ahead oh, here we have uh grips side grips included right it's an ergle style mouse and brand new skates and dpi button and the cool thing about this mouse is that the shell don't you break it on stream, bro. <laughs> replaceable. Ah. And you can swap these out with different colored ones, right? You can swap, swap that out and swap this out. It's a little tricky. There we go. There and then you, you change the, you change the, what did you mod on it? Uh, it has switches. I will do a paracord in probably our, our mint color as well. So it'll be purple and mint. And I'm even thinking about if whoever wins it, I'm thinking about painting the, the side any color or to match our, our theme. But Or you can have it just like this, pretty much stock. It also comes with a spare set of um, uh, plates. They're all black. And it also has, for those weirdos who like heavy mice, weights that you can put here the the cage. So. Oh, nice. It, it's a badass mouse. Uh, if you like ergo shapes, it's it's a great mouse. It's, I have not used it. It has not even been plugged in, but it is brand new. Uh, it was given to me for free, uh, but I don't need two of them, so I'm giving this one away. So please, again, people, make sure you're following us here on Twitch. Follow us as soon as we get to 50 on Twitch and 50 subscribers on YouTube. Uh, we will be picking a random person to have this mouse, and you won't have to pay for shipping or anything It'll, unless you're out of the U.S., uh, but... Brand new gaming mouse. If you either recently got a new PC or are looking for an upgrade, this is a very great option. Trust me. You, if, I don't know if you can see my closet, but it's literally filled with mice. It's a good one. Um, also, keep an eye out for my video coming out this week about why Nintendo is crap and needs to re, uh, reinvigorate its... That, might, that video <laughs> might not go up. He, he speaks <laughs> for himself and not LPF as a whole. <laughs> Hey, you, you gotta be, you, you gotta have some controversy every once in a while or it just gets boring. But uh, yeah, make sure to follow us on, on Twitter, on Twitch, on, on YouTube to make sure you know what we're up to next. We'll be streaming next week. Uh, this week, hopefully. Uh, I think, and this week, yep. Yeah, I think Friday. Uh, and then, because um, usually I stream and yeah, before I go on vacation and stuff. So yeah. So do you guys have any, any closing thoughts that you'd like to? No, man. Um, I've, I've been checking on the views. Uh, we got a lot of viewers tonight. Uh, thank you guys so much for stopping by. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, yeah, this is a this is a big thing for us. Uh, I, whether it's one person or five people, we love doing what we do. And uh, we hope you guys keep coming back. Yep. All right. So with that being said, thank you guys so much for watching episode number 13. And we'll see you again next week, episode 14 until then last place fire team out